The Party Buff cast are not financial advisors. Always pursue professional assistance when needed. Thank you. Party Buff. Hi everyone and welcome back to Party Buff. I am Artie Slash Roots and we've got Az, we've got Aussie, and we have Hello. a new guest of the day, Marathew, also known as Mare, who is our lovely crypto enthusiast along with Az to answer all the questions that Aussie and I are gonna kind of look around and go, I don't know what I'm doing. I just put money at the thing and hope it does things because that's basically <laughs> all we've done. But to answer your crypto questions, which I'm sure you have, because what the heck are NFTs and what's crypto and what's Bitcoin and why was it such a big deal? And I know I'm, I'm right there with you guys, but don't worry, we've got the professionals here with us today. So, <laughs> hello, Mayor. <laughs> Welcome no, to the cast here. Uh, so let's let's get started here. And I know Aussie, Aussie had some wonderful questions about crypto and he, he gave us a bunch of questions. So, Aussie, I'm going to let you start this shebang. Yes, well, question number one, what the fuck's crypto? <laughs> uh, you know, I think a lot of people are familiar with traditional forms of investment and, you know, your your workplace often offers many forms that you can uh, pitch into, but uh, what's, what's crypto? How does it vary from, I guess, like stock market investments and all that good stuff? And why, why has crypto uh, blown up so much in the past couple of years? All right, so I'm not really an expert. I'm just, I've just been in this space long enough. Crypto is programmable money, basically. It's, it has the value of like normal monetary systems, but given utility, given something that it can do as well. Basically, your money actually works for you, as the saying goes. So in terms of traditional systems, the amount of growth that it could have is kind of, was kind of stagnating. And crypto is just a new upcoming space that allowed people to take their finances into their own hands. And that's why crypto is becoming big. It's secure. You can use it on the internet. It is it's very well, well known. It can reach millions of users, billions of users. And whatever is there is there. It cannot be altered or changed, really, by people. It's based on... A set of programs that runs this full transparency. Yeah, so as, as, a, as a common buzzword goes, blockchain. You know, you put that in front of anything, you got a blockchain milk, and, you know, and I'm, I'm telling you, your brand will soar like 200%. And blockchain is, a, is like the technology that kind of powers most of these crypto coins. Um, yep. not, not all of them, mind you, not all of them. Some, some use, you know, different technologies. Um, but blockchain is generally the, as Mayor was saying, it's a it's a form of a, it's kind of like a ledger, if you will, and it has like you know it's, it's very transparent. You know anybody can see what transaction was made, uh, where it was made, all that kind of good stuff. I mean there are there are some coins like such as Monero, for example, that have that privacy aspect built into it, um, where you don't where you won't, you're not able to see like who like you know transaction IDs and stuff like that, and um you know just the actual you know actual transaction itself but for the most part most coins you can see everything that goes on in that blockchain if you will okay so i'm going to jump in here and say that i while a typically intelligent person i'm not intelligent now and <laughs> i'm going to throw that out there and put myself under the metaphorical bus 
and say, have you ever heard of a Reddit subreddit called Explain It Like I'm Five? Oh, yes. Um, yes. I would like you to explain it like I'm three. <laughs> to get down just a just a notch further and say, okay, let's make this so easy that even Artie can understand because Artie don't know anything. If it's no, I mean, what's the advantage of of getting crypto as an investment, and you're saying it can be used anywhere, and, and to me that defines itself as like if I wanted to pay for something in um, Europe or in Africa or in Asia or something, could I pay for it with crypto instead of doing the denomination change between US dollars to Japanese yen or to, you know, to euros or to pounds or whatever that would require through PayPal. So is this saying basically this is just a different kind of currency that's universal that is possible to be used? And if that's the case, how do you convert your cash to crypto without necessarily investing in it where it's a flat rate exchange, if that's the case? Right, yeah. So there are a number of places, number of um, exchanges or institutions that are getting into crypto so that they do all the conversions behind the scenes without the users, the general populace, being able to see that even crypto was even used in the as a middleman, as a middle ground. You will find that banks accept crypto, but what you find is you have a, your currency going from one bank account to another. You might not even know that there was crypto being used to send from account to account. So it's just a matter of Yes, it, it could be that the crypto itself could be used as a currency, just like how places around the world have recognized the US dollar as a form of currency, even though they have their own native. They could accept crypto, or they could just rely on banks to do that conversion for them. It's just a matter of integration. I do want to make a quick point here that, you know, speaking of just, you know, plain currency i'm not gonna shill or anything like that but like i said there is a coin out there called mm -hmm. nano which I'm, I'm a huge i'm a huge fan of and and i really love that because a lot a lot of these other coins a lot of these other crypto coins you know they have they have a lot of you know they have a lot of features like for example ethereum you, know, you got blockchain you got the DeFi aspect of you got the smart contracts you know what i mean there's a lot of uh, features that it has going for it um but something like nano which you know i found you know just a while back um it's its only purpose is to be just a currency and which and kind of like it kind of ties into what Artie was saying right there was was with the whole uh, like you know if you want to send money you know to somebody in Japan for example with Nano like a lot of these other coins if, you know if I may real quick with Bitcoin if I send you one Bitcoin Artie you know what I mean like there's a lot of like, there's something called gas fees um, that come with that and so if I send you like one Bitcoin like a lot of it gets you know some of it gets taken out if you don't get the the full amount if you will it's like and it's kind of different to what you expect right if I if I send you a dollar Artie you expect to get a dollar right um how and that's the thing that's the thing with, with nano those which i really love is is that it's you know it's feeless there are no fees associated with it and it's super fast too so if i send you one nano you'll, you'll get it within like a couple of seconds and you will get the full nano of itself and like i said it aims to be just a currency so what i'm hoping for in the future is we can use something like nano or nano itself you know what i mean whatever it may be to be able to like you know so you don't have to use a middleman like like uh like mayor was saying they can just be like oh you know i'm gonna pay for this and you know, however much it costs, two nanos, I'll pay for this with two nanos and, you know, and be on your way instead of like trying to, you know, swap coins and all that good stuff. Okay. Hopefully, you know, sorry for the long tangent there, but hopefully that kind of made a little bit of sense. <laughs> it's, so, it's getting there. 
I know, uh, Mary, you had mentioned that there's, there's times when you might be transferring money or using money for things and behind the scenes, there's crypto involved and you don't necessarily know. So just to kind of wrap my own head around it, uh, I know like through my bank, for example, there's like Zelle that you can use, right? Or there's stuff like Venmo or like Apple yeah. Pay. Is that yeah. crypto essentially? No. No? Yeah, those are normal okay. monetary systems. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just I but there are certain things that come as are coming out now. Like for example, there's something called Strike App. Um, Twitter is adopting it in order to send money from one account to another. But that uses Bitcoin Lightning Network in the background, so that it is cheaper to send money from account to account. You get US dollars to US dollars or whatever other currency. And yeah. it uses Bitcoin. You don't know it's using Bitcoin. And it's a fraction of of the cost of other services that's that are working, like probably Venmo or Western Union or other things. I think that's where the confusion came in for me was that it's it's like why? And, and I know I'm running off of this from the Aussie question, what the fuck is crypto? Allow me to introduce you to my version, which is why the fuck is crypto? Because oh, um, there's because there are things that were like you want to send money. You want to send money from from country A to country B. And then you would yeah. use like a Western Union or whatever. And then they would take out their exorbitant fees to send the money because God forbid they have to do the, the transfer and the denomination changes. And I don't know how the hell it goes. But is that is that essentially the answer to why is why the fuck is crypto is I'll because you, of that? Why. Yes. Why? Uh, I'm not going to speak for every coin that's ever made, but the basic premise of crypto was to cut out the middleman, get rid of the government regulation. I'm not saying government regulation is bad or anything. I'm just saying it's basically <laughs> cut out, cut out, cut out the middleman and uh, get rid of those fees, if that makes sense. Be, you know, that, that was basically why crypto was made. So there would be no middleman. Yes, go ahead, go ahead. Um, Crypto is programmable money. Basically, you, whatever use you can find for it, you can program crypto to do it while still having the value of the coins you're investing in. That's, um, a, whole, <laughs> that's a whole topic right there by itself. <laughs> yeah. So it's not a matter of why, why, why crypto, why is crypto. Whatever you want crypto to do, you can make it do. If you or want a coin for it, yeah. Yeah, if you want right. to generate interest, if you want right, to generate interest, there will be this like farming pools and stuff for that. A whole system where the, the centralized systems of banks and institutions that hold your money, it's taking that power away from them and putting it into the hands of the users where they could do the same things, but having to deal with no more middlemen. Yes, yeah. that's the point. You, you have your your money, you have control over it, and you can do the same thing personally. That's what it's mostly for. And speaking of designers, I know also you have the question, hold on to but yeah. I just want to make a quick point. Um, you know, I'm sure you guys are wondering, like, well, how do I get this power? How do I get that? You need a wallet, okay? You need, not like a physical wallet, but, I mean, there are physical wallets as well, but you need a uh, wallet, which I'll be more than happy to tell Artie about so she can link it in the description below. Um, but there are quite a few wallets out there that you can download for free and like, you know, that will hold a bunch of these coins for you. And, um, that, that, and that's how you get that, like the power of like, you know, that we can send people money and, and receive money or receive those coins, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You know, it's a little different than just, you know, buying it on exchange, which we'll get to in a, in a bit later, but having your own wallet is something that's super important. And that can, you know, you can help utilize some of that power that mayor was talking about. 
Aussie, you had a, you looked very confused, pensive question. <laughs> yeah, no, no. So um, you guys were saying you could kind of like program it to do whatever you want or have it kind of serve different purposes, right? Depending on what you're doing. So like a lot of my crypto knowledge or like news comes through Twitter and it's mostly through people that I've met through streaming, right? And um, I know I have somebody who I've known through streaming for a while who got like very, very heavily into Axie Infinity, which for anybody who doesn't know, from my understanding, it's kind of like a Pokemon game, but you can earn cryptocurrency in it. <laughs> uh, it's like Axie it's and crazy. Ethereum and Slip, I think it is. And basically, like there's, I forget what they even call them, but it's like basically there are people who have like teams and then they have scholars underneath them. So they end up with a bunch of scholars who like they pay out to. And I think it's a like a super popular thing in Malaysia. And like I, I keep seeing posts about it. And there's people who are like, it's either Malaysia or the Philippines. I don't quite remember now. But it's literally people who are like playing this game as scholars on a daily basis to earn a set amount of like this crypto coin that they're then using mm -hmm. to like buy food for their families. So I'm seeing people who are like, oh, thank you to like my leader I, I'm, they call this guy the guy that i'm thinking of they call him senpai but like i feel like there's an actual <laughs> name for it that i'm just forgetting about but they're like oh my god senpai like thank you so much blah 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 you're making this possible i was able to buy all this stuff for my family and they're posting pictures of, like bags of rice and like whatever that they need for their families and i'm like it, it's so bizarre to me but it's cool to see that somebody can literally like play a game to earn actual real life physical things right and like that's always kind of been in gaming to some extent like you can sell coins in games to some guy who wants to buy it but to see like the actual crypto integrated into it i think is really interesting um and there was another game that was announced i think at e3 and i'm drawing a complete blank on it i want to say it's like blanco's block party or some shit like that but like the the actual characters from my so uh, follow-up question to this is going to be what the hell are nfts but <laughs> the actual characters I think everyone wants to know that. are NFTs. So like your actual characters are unique. Every single like skin on a character is like a unique piece of art that you've purchased from someone who makes art and people who make art can do like make skins in the game and every single thing is like purchasable, tradable, unique, etc. And that also brings me to NFTs which from my understanding are like pictures that people pay a lot of cryptocurrency for it basically stands for like, like buying yeah, ten thousand dollar profile pictures of oh monkeys. people spend way more money on that dude it's crazy yeah. because somebody, I, somebody I spent like three million dollars somebody yeah. spent three million dollars like on the first tweet that was ever posted by the ceo like it's crazy dude yeah. uh, like
it basically means that's like a protected thing like they they own that from that yes. point forward like that's quickly, what I, I see people who are just like oh yeah i'll just save the picture now it's mine too. and yeah and that is where you get where nfts is what nft yeah is. I'll just quickly go into that and I'm going to let Mayor take over the rest of that. Sorry, I know I went on like a tangent there. No, 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 you're fine. So yeah. NFT basically stands for non-fungible tokens, okay? And what, yeah. what that basically means is like, for example, Bitcoin or Nano is, is fungible. You know what I mean? It can be traded back and forth, you know, et cetera. It's, it's not unique. Uh, whereas non-fungible means you own that particular slice on the blockchain, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? That's yours and nobody can take that away from you other than the fact that you can right-click an image and click download <laughs> and you have the exact so same thing, know? right? Yeah. <laughs> But like it's it just saying like, hey, I own this original. Uh, I feel yeah. like there are some good use cases for NFTs and stuff like that. But as of now, I feel like they haven't been realized. But I, I think in the future they will be. But for now, it's kind of like what you're saying with the art thing. Mayor, I'm gonna let you go ahead and go from there. <laughs> okay. So to elaborate on what you were saying, NFTs non fungible token. Non fungible tokens don't have a market value. Bitcoin has a market value. You can see it; it's selling at a certain price. You can see that. Um, Anything nano has a certain price, $6, $7. It could go up, it could go down, but it has a market price. Mm-hmm. And if these are only valued in terms of money as how much someone is willing to pay for it, it doesn't have it's a value. It's like actual art, basically. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. Okay. But, but Aussie also hits it on the head where it's more used to symbolize your ownership. It, it's not just for art, even though art is the main thing because just a matter of taking a picture, putting it, wrap, wrapping it up in the blockchain, and creating this this item, this token that symbolizes your ownership over it. Um, a good a good um use case for it that I saw is with concert tickets. So what happens is when uh during COVID time, during the COVID lockdown seasons, people and bands started selling concert tickets. Now. You would think, oh, concert tickets. Um, how could people go out and see concerts during lockdowns? So then they would have online viewings of rock concerts and, and whatnot. And people who purchase the tickets, the tickets are linked to an NFT. That's a good point, yeah. Has that ticket, whoever has that NFT, owns, is considered to own that ticket. And they get lifetime access to see this band for every time they, they perform which is just a matter of, at the time, it was just a matter of logging on to some place to see them perform. And after lockdowns ended, you can still have a real-world physical ticket linked to an NFT. So you could go anywhere in the world where a ban is performed. It'll always be on the blockchain. Huh. always be on the blockchain. Yeah, it'll always be there. You, you own that lifetime ticket for that mm-hmm. rom Interesting. And Axie Infinity uses NFTs a lot. Every single Axie, the, the creatures that, the so-called Pokemon creatures that they use, they're called Axies. Every single Axie is an NFT. Every single Axie is an NFT. And because it's unique and all that, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. And it has the usual trophy. So you, you take a team of three Axies, you put them to fight each other. And, and the special class... <laughs> <laughs> this sounds so and bad. <laughs> it sounds terrible, but that is what Pokemon is, right? And I'm starting to think like that's what Pokemon is. Like holy, co- yeah. like holy moly, we just you no, chop like, these animals. It, yeah. it looks like Pokemon, but then like yeah, uh, I think every single Axie that's bred 
is numbered yes. and every single one is like just rng like generated so it's like oh this one has a mushroom on its head this one has a seashell for a tail this one's water not rng generated not rng okay. generated it's okay. based on the, who you it's a matter of breeding you can breed the nfts you can take two nfts and make a new one it's like it's like parenting so the, the qualities of the of the child nft has the has features of the parents and that's where they come from it's not a, it's not randomized it's okay. coming from whoever the parents are the parents were made at some point i don't know who made them somebody <laughs> made them. Well, but that, yeah. yeah i don't know it, it's like that that was kind of one of my big introductions i think to cryptocurrency was a buddy of mine getting like super into axie infinity and so he just posts about it all the time and i'm just see, like constantly seeing stuff and there's like meetups for it and people getting together oh, from, yeah. like, around this, the world and stuff and i'm like this is nuts because i look at the game and i'm like this coins, is pokemon <laughs> yeah may i give may i give one more example that i think might ring true yeah. to you yeah, yeah yeah for sure have you all ever heard of a place called oh no the name slipped my mind <laughs> it's a streaming platform i remember just now it is streaming oh. platform it's a, it's a centralized streaming platform. The only one that I'm familiar with really is TikTok and Twitch. But then again, I'm really out of touch with everything. Back. Trovo, Twitch maybe? is centralized. Yeah, I'm trying to think of... Um... I think I know the one you're talking about, actually. Yeah, there's one not the, too uh... long ago. Who asked uh... the search engines? Theta. 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 That's the, that's the name. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Theta.tv. That has a streaming platform. Data token. Yeah. Where you have this actually like live streaming and stuff going on it. I am on Theta a lot as well. And you can earn a cryptocurrency for watching. Hmm. And also each emote, every time that you have a certain person posting emotes, when you upload the picture, it gets made into an NFT. So your emotes are all NFTs and you are authorized to use emotes, not for not by subbing or anything, but if this if you like use the crypto you get from watching, you can use it to buy the huh. emote and you can use it forever. So it's like, interesting. Yeah. So by 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 getting it, by getting those emotes, you are allowed to use them forever because they are considered yours. You bought them, you own them. So like if, if I were say for example, you know, like on trying to relate this to Twitch, right? For Twitch, I have like my emote slots. I can upload emotes on the, uh, onto those slots. Do I still keep those if somebody pays for them? Or is it like a one-time thing? Somebody's able to buy one of those and then like that's that's kind of like gone and then I can upload a new one. You can upload different, you can upload the same picture onto different NFTs. However, each instance of it, each time you make the, an NFT, you cannot like mass produce that one. You, that has to go through the process of that going to someone separately. Gotcha. But you can make multiple of them. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. So you define you already... this as like programmable money. That's how you, you've talked about it is programmable money, um, programmable currency. Yeah. And then I also heard the phrase, it's secure. And my brain is going, does not compute. If it can be programmed, it can be unprogrammed. And I mean, we've all met people who have done things with computers that 
are beyond the natural understanding and the order of the world, in my opinion. And there are amazing things that are happening. For example, cryptocurrency, which I genuinely am still kind of going, give me a minute, give, give me a minute, give me a minute. It's a little late for my brain. Um, but how, how can something that is not physical be considered truly secure? Because if it can be programmed, certainly there are people who are talented enough to get into a system that can be programmed and reprogram it. There's a lot that goes into that already. I don't no. know, if you want to take... Yeah, ELI 5, dude. But I, I can, I can so, also answer that one, but I'm going to let Mary go with that one. <laughs> all right, so that has a history to it. Cryptocurrency uses a, a, a programming technique called cryptography, which is securely yeah. sending information over the internet. It was previously used to send emails and, and text messages and stuff over the internet where anyone could access it. When you send something on the internet from one person to another, anybody could access that along the way. Mm -hmm. So in cryptography as a means of kind of wrapping that information, encrypting it, make, changing it up to make sure that only, the only people who could see that, that, that true message is the person who's sending and the person who's receiving. So that is the basis of how crypto works. Each transaction is technically there to be seen, but in terms of changing it or altering it, it's, it can't be altered except by the people who are sending and receiving, more, well, more so the person who's sending it. And that's why it's so secure. Even though it could be seen, it can't be changed. It can't be tampered with. And that's the history behind it. What do you want to say guys? Well, I was just saying there's a lot of different hacks here, honestly. There's the most common one is something like, you know, the 51% hack where you take over the network. Like if you have more than 50, because what basically happened to answer, answer, answer Artie's question is when a transaction is confirmed, like as we talked about before, I know I keep bringing up the word the blockchain, but as it comes up before, once it's confirmed on the blockchain, it gets, you know, it's like, hey, this transaction has been made. Now, an attacker theoretically can do like a 51% attack where they, you know, they get control over 51% of the network, which is almost nearly impossible to do in, in, in a in a established coin like Ethereum and Bitcoin, right? You know what I mean? It's almost nearly impossible to do that. So that one's kind of less, you know, resistant to those kind of attacks. But basically, if you were to get like a 51% attack, you could basically rewrite the transaction histories. And that would be bad. You know what I mean? That would be, you can do, you can do double spend if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Um, like you can basically say, hey, I'm paying for this, erase that transaction, and then get your money back again. You know what I mean? Kind of like that. That would be bad. The token. So, it's yeah. Like like Mayor was saying, like each crypto account is locked down by crypto. You know, crypto cryptography, which is like pretty much. And you also have a private key. It's pretty damn secure. Um, that you know, it's pretty pretty darn. Like each each coin is different to how they uh how they you know stop that. You know what I mean? Like I said, not every coin uses blockchain technology. They use some variation of it, but not every coin uses that. Um, so basically to answer your question, Artie, it is kind of uh, <laughs> kind of hard to just, you know, hack a, a coin, if you will. May I elaborate on Az's point there with the 51%? Yeah, let's go by, um, yeah. So the 51% attack means that in the network, how crypto works is that it needs to be verified. When you send a transaction, it needs to be seen by the whole network for it to be, say, okay, this is an official transaction. This can be put on a block and stamped forever, saying that this is the history of this blockchain. When you have a centralized system, like a bank or 
uh, company or institution, there are only like about a few, like 30 or so connections. So if, I, if you have a blockchain with something so small, you'd find that it's easy to have a 51% attack. People could vote. They have kind of voting system where, oh, this is true. Is this right? Yeah. So having like 16 people just say, you know what, this is real, or reverse this transaction, or they, they tell the network what to do, it's easy for that to happen. When you have Bitcoin and Ethereum with several thousand nodes, and each of them have their own copy of the blockchain to verify and say, wait, that transaction went through here, went through here but I'm not seeing that transaction. That's a fake. So they point, so they kind of point at each other to, to verify each other as well. Yeah, something similar to what does as well. Yeah, when you have 9,000 or 10,000 nodes all verifying the same information, it becomes very secure because they kind of double check each other. That's why it's secure that way. Okay, so I've got kind of an, uh, whenever we talk about crypto, People tend to think about investing in crypto, and we talked about doing the exchange for it, the uh, kind of buying in on whatever your investing website is, whatever your investment company is, your stock broker, what have you. Um, for example, I use SoFi, and I can't say I know exactly what I'm doing, but I'm having fun doing it. And there are people who are far, far more versed in it than I am, like these two fine people here, who know what they're talking about. And you mentioned about having a wallet. So uh, to kind of get to where I want to be with this, the difference between investing in Bitcoin or investing in cryptocurrency and having cryptocurrency and the exchange rate between them, like we, we know the value of a dollar compared to the value of a euro or a pound or um, a, a Japanese yen. There's a conversion rate there, like... For example, I think right now a dollar in the U.S. dollar is roughly a dollar and six, like a pound and six at, in the U.K. Um, I think it's something similar to that. So because the value of crypto seems to be changing, and I may be wrong about that, but strictly given the market mm -hmm. of it in regards to investing into it, how do you know? Is it kind of like the gold standard where on one day it could be completely valuable and the other day it's essentially the cost of garbage i mean it, what what <laughs> confirms that it's something worth getting to spend just, on something so i was just to like further comment on that as well i think if you look at like stock markets right i'm, I'm pretty I sure they, about to like say this. they can only change so much like i think crypto is typically from what i know like a much more volatile market right like it can just fucking zoom up or down one way or the other. There's not a whole lot.
of uh so not only is it a gamble to is it not only a gamble to invest in crypto but is it a gamble to even have it no i would say i hope that one day crypto does become the you know the future of currency you know what i mean and i mean yes right now it is a very volatile market it is tied to a lot of different factors you know what i mean like it's like a, like a one example of the stock market you know i know that if the price drops if a, if a particular straw a particular stock if it drops within like 15 percent or something like that they put a halt to all trading for that stock like all right no more you're done you know what i mean but yeah and it kind of like you know crypto doesn't have that it doesn't have that regulation so to speak you know what i mean it's like if it drops 50% in one day, well, tough luck. <laughs> but also that you means know? it can go up like 900% and it's fine. Exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. There's no, it, it, it's, you know, it's, it's pros and cons, really. Um, I personally think, yes, crypto is worth investing in. Just not for the fact that, I, I feel like I don't want to give it off the wrong impression. Like, oh yeah, you know, get, get into crypto, make lots of money, like, you know, invest in Dogecoin and, and you know, Shibu, Shibu, and like, you know, and make tons of money. You know, that's, to me, I'll be honest, I might get a little bit of hate for this. Those are just meme coins. You know, you, you have these meme coins and you have some of these stable coins, you know, like Bitcoin. Uh, I personally think Bitcoin is more of a store of value. You know, it's not really a currency in my eyes. A lot of people might think that and I might be a bit biased, you know what I mean? But I think of Bitcoin as a store of value. It's not really meant to be used as a currency, whereas something like, you know, Nano and other coins out there are actually meant to be used as currency. And like, it's not it's not a bad idea to invest in Bitcoin, obviously, because as you saw, people have made a lot of money from it. Uh, but I just want to make one quick reminder, only invest what you're willing to lose. You know, that's always the number one key here is to always invest what you're willing to lose. Cause like, like, like Aussie said, you know, things can go up 900% one day, but they can also go down 900% in one day. So, but Mayor, I know you have some things you want to yeah. add on to that. <laughs> so yeah, I, I agree. Bitcoin and every other cryptocurrency, is fully decentralized and not controlled, not really controlled by any person. The reason why stock markets are so considerably safe is because they are controlled, they are held together. And if it drops too far, they, they have a shut off switch. They have a, a switch to say, okay, everything is dropping. It's having a big, big crash, turn off everything. Just leave it there. And you will see how havoc later on when they open up, but that's their version of control. Crypto doesn't have that kind of failsafe. So it could very well go extremely low or extremely, extremely high. Crypto at, at its core was made to be a hedge against inflation. Inflation is a com common thing now. Mon normal monetary systems, the, power, the buying power of your dollar is getting less and less. A dollar long ago could buy so much more than what it could buy now. And what people realize is when crypto goes down in value, it could go down very far. But when it goes up, when it actually recovers, it has the potential to recover much more. It takes away from, from certain systems. People invest in crypto and the potential for it to go up is much, much more than investing in normal assets and stocks because normal assets and stocks are controlled. Crypto is free floating in a way. So if you had to pick maybe, one, investing or keeping, investing into like whatever your investment program is, or putting it in the virtual wallet that Az talked about, um, what is the preferred method to hold the highest value, I guess, or to, to take that well, better gamble? The biggest thing I'm going to say here, I'll say I know you have a question here. I don't know if you want to add on to that real quick. Uh, <laughs> but the biggest thing is, 
the one of the one phrase that gets thrown around by the crypto community a lot, and you're going to hear this phrase as you delve deeper into it, is not your keys, not your coin. And I know Mira, Mira, yeah. So basically, what that basically means is when you buy something on an exchange, you know, for example, there's a couple of good exchanges. You guys might have heard of Coinbase, for example. I'll just go off with that one. There's a lot of other ones that I personally use Coinbase, but you know, just. For this example, we use Coinbase. When you buy something off Coinbase, you know, you're keeping that coin on that exchange. But what happens when that exchange gets hacked? You know, I mean, I'm not saying they're going to get hacked, but you know, if they get hacked, people can take that money out of there. Boom, you're gone. It's like putting it in a bank. And sometimes those coins aren't insured like a bank is. I mean, if you put money into a bank uh, and the bank, you know, it gets robbed, whatever, you know, you get FDIC. They're like, all right, here you go. Here's your money back for the most part. You know what I mean? Um, but with, with crypto, some of those regulations aren't in place yet. And, and some of these exchanges, if they do get hacked, there's been cases in a lot of reports. You know what I mean? A lot of you can do your research on this, but people are shit out of luck when it comes to their coins getting recovered. So you could have, you could have like 15 Bitcoin back then. You know, you may have made a killing by now, but... If those that got hacked, you lost all your all your bitcoins, right? But the the well, the part that comes into is when you have your wallet. When I'm talking about when not your keys is when you make when you get a wallet, you get something called a phrase. You get these keys, okay? You get your own private key. Nobody other than you knows what that key is unless you know you go start spreading it around. But if you lose that key, you lose that wallet permanently, which is the downside to that. You know what I mean? And as you guys know, there's reports of people like that had you know 50 bitcoin way back in the day when bitcoin was like five dollars. You know what I mean? And they, you know, wiped their computer and they lost, they basically lost it. You know what I mean? They, that is one of the downsides too, uh, you know, to rather than keeping it on exchange. You know what I mean? If you lose, if you wipe, if you wipe that wallet and you don't have your personal key anymore, or you don't remember that personal phrase, that's it. It's gone forever. Um, but the benefit of it is that nobody other than you can touch that key other than that wallet. I mean, nobody, nobody can touch that wallet. And that to me is much more safer. So if you're if you're like holding a coin, for example, like I hold Nano, obviously, right? I hold my Nano in my own personal wallet. I don't leave it on an exchange for that reason. But if I'm investing in a coin like Bitcoin, for example, I will leave it on the exchange, so to speak, sometimes. You know what I mean? Just because it makes it easier to buy and sell rather than buying the coin on the exchange, you know, withdrawing it to the wallet and then putting it back on the exchange if I want to sell it. You know what I mean? Hopefully that kind of that process kind of makes sense there. But those are the two key differences between, you know, leaving your coins on exchange rather than having it on your wallet, you know. May I elaborate on this one as well? Was this correct a little bit in that one? Well, yeah, most, most of what he said is correct, in fact. I was like, a little bit? Damn, what did I say that was wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Calling him well, out. Yeah, most of what he says is correct. Well, Somebody's got to call him out, I mean. So, right. oh, hey, so, no so investing, investing is a matter of just buying an asset, which is... Crypto is more so assets, think of it as assets rather than actual currency, even though cryptocurrency is the term. See it more as assets because each of them have their own individual value. Um, with regarding to investing, you can buy crypto on, let's just say, PayPal. I think PayPal now is authorized to hold crypto. You, you take a little, a little of your money, you buy some Bitcoin, and you have it on your wallet on PayPal. It's not yours technically because yeah, of your keys. And at any time, PayPal could say, you know what? We're implementing new rules. You can only spend a maximum of like $100 per day. You can spend a maximum of 0.1 Bitcoin per day. You can't buy anything more with that. You have to wait until the next day to take out more or to use more. 
they can apply restrictions and control your funds. Yeah, that's a big because, thing. They, because they technically hold it, as opposed to you having it in a private, you having it in a private wallet, which is yours. You have your words, you have your your keys. You can do whatever. You want. Send send five Bitcoin from one address to another. You buy buy two houses in <laughs> whatever address. You can do whatever you want. You have more control over your own your own finances in that way, and decentralized finance is a big sector. It's a big. That's a whole, mostly the whole point of cryptos. Decentralized. Yeah. De- DeFi, decentralized finance. You know what I mean? Then DeFi is another topic we won't get into today. That's a whole different. You know, smart contracts and that kind of stuff is a whole other layer, I should say. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure you won't have the time for that, but. Uh, yeah, so maybe maybe one day we can do like a crypto episode part two where we talk about smart contracts and DeFi and all that good stuff. But yeah, yeah, but I will definitely uh, bring up that it is nice to be able to talk about this kind of thing. And I, I do see crypto popping in pretty much everywhere. And I'm going to bring this up again. I just brought this up to the gang earlier today, but I'm going to show it on the on the video if I can get it up there. Um, I I'm one of those people. I'm coupon obsessed. Okay, don't call me out. I have every food app there ever was and ever will be. I'm part of every rewards loyalty program. I am frugal and coupon centric. So of course I get text messages from food places. Don't call me out internet, all right? This is who I am. (laughs) But I got a text message from Burger King earlier telling me that they, Burger King get a crypto coin powered by Robinhood with a $5 purchase. And I'm going, why? Why? But for all I know, that one coin in Robinhood is going to be worth like, and I was going to bring this up earlier because I, again, explain it like I'm three. I don't, finances and accounting are not my bonus, all right? I I do well enough for myself, but quit complicating things, internet. So (laughs) I get to the point where I look at this and I go, okay, one crypto coin. You say we have one coin. So what we're saying is, 10 o'clock in the morning, one coin could buy you one egg. And then two o'clock in the afternoon, one coin could buy you 10,000 eggs. Is that what I'm hearing out of this? Like, is this basically the Deutschmark after World War One? Is this like the most <laughs> worthless piece of currency, but also the most valuable? I, it's really hard to tell. Crypto's <laughs> very early. Crypto's very early right now. It's still in its early stages. I know it's been out for a couple of years, but that's really not that long in compar- comparison to like, a lot of other currency, you know, a lot. It's still volatile in the sense that there are still use cases being made for all these coins, and, and some of these coins are barely getting their feet under them, so to speak. That's why there's so much volatility. But I'm, I'm thinking that maybe you know, 10, 15 years from now, we'll have a little bit more stability, and you'll be able to see, you know, like okay, you know, this coin can get me two eggs, you know what I mean, and you know, so on and so forth. Like I just want to say. Just recently, just yesterday, there was announced that Staples, I'm sure you guys aren't familiar, but if, for people who are fans of the NBA, Staples Center, which has been iconic. Yeah. I know Staples Center. Everyone has probably heard of Staples Center. It's been the home of the Los Angeles Lakers, my favorite team for the past like 20 years. Ever since I was born, oh. I, the only place I know is the Staples Center. It's always been the Staples Center. You know what I mean? It's iconic. It's it, The name is it, the name is iconic. You know I mean, people, anyways... <laughs> I'll stop gushing over the Staples Center because it's like it's been my childhood. You know, I've been there plenty of times. The point is that starting on December 5th, the new name of Staples Center will be called the Crypto.com Arena. Crypto.com <laughs> paid $700 million to buy the naming rights 
for that arena. I'm just putting yeah. that out there. That's how much crypto has come so far. The fact that they can spend $700 million to, to rename one of the most iconic arenas in Los Angeles. You go anywhere in Los Angeles, you ask anybody where the Staples Center is, they'll be easily like everyone grows up knowing where the Staples Center is. The fact that this Christmas, the name will actually switch over to crypto.com arena still hasn't registered in my brain. That's how much far crypto is coming. I just want to point that out. You know what I mean? That's like we're 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 barely in the beginning stages, if you will. So let's hear from the experts here. Let's let's hear from Mayor. Let's hear from As and Aussie. Maybe you and I can get some pointers here. Um, and as 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 is going to give me links to put down in the description um, about wallets and things. Guys, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll that over, what yeah. is of value? What deserves our interest? What deserves our investments? And what deserves to be left in the dust? So, yeah, that's that's kind of what I was actually just about to ask as well. Is I, I remember maybe, say, five, six years ago, uh, my fiance's brother's friend. <laughs> he just kind of like showed up one day in like and like he was a guy who I don't think really did anything for work and then he just like showed up one day in a Tesla and he's like oh yeah Bitcoin's doing really well and I was like must be oh, fuck <laughs> yeah and he's like I, I, I like invested some money in it doing really well and like you guys mentioned earlier you know there's stuff like Bitcoin you said like Nano Ethereum things like that that I yeah. think are a little bit more Robin Hood probably now, stable or like well established yeah, yeah. so I mean. Would you would you recommend, I guess, investing in those more well-established things or maybe having that on the side and then also like taking a chance on a couple things? I guess, like, how do you identify what's worthwhile and what's not? Because I feel like I see every single day on Twitter a new type of crypto coin and somebody saying Shiba yeah. coin to the moon, Axie to the moon, Amen. Push yeah. to the moon. Everything's to the fucking moon. Everybody thinks whatever coin it is that they're interested in. And I've been lied to. Like, it's to the center of the earth. Always. And obviously, yeah. like, that's what you want, right? If you're investing in something, you're not going to be like, to the ditch. Like, <laughs> you like, promote it. But I guess as somebody who's not that in, like, not that invested in investing in crypto coin, uh, how do you, like, sift through the shit, basically? Oh, well, one thing I say is we definitely don't want to give investment advice here to anyone watching this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not this is not financial advice. advice. Yeah, not know, financial fair, advice. Do your own research. We I'm going to put a big old asterisk on the, the, on the screen. Uh, lost. Yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah. And and you're, I don't. I'm not looking for like specific things to invest in, but just like you know, how do you how do you like dip your feet in? How do you get your your toes wet? And I, I guess like, I want to <laughs> and, and I don't know. You guys said you know only invest what you're willing to lose. So is there is there like a I don't know if there's like minimum amounts for any types of cryptocurrency. No, most most of them don't really. Yeah, most of them don't really have minimum amounts yeah. as far as that. most exchanges will let you trade in with like ten dollars or something like that. You know what I mean? Um, you don't even. But, need ten dollars they could trade one dollar and that could become that's true yeah yeah, but at that point what are you doing if you you only have one dollar trade you probably shouldn't be spending it on crypto or investing it in crypto you know (laughs) unless Um, it goes up 900 percent right (laughs) i was gonna say that's a hell of an investment generally it's just like stocks though for me crypto like you know finding which ones it's just like stocks and the best advice that i personally can give is pick coins that you uh believe in that's basically it. Pick coins. And, and, and it kind of sounds kind of like, oh, yeah, I believe in Doge. None of the, none of the meme coin stuff.
You know what I mean? But go yeah, ahead. This is going to fucking launch Geralt coin tomorrow. <laughs> All right, hold up, boys. <laughs> hold up. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. That, so... one's, that one's going to the moon. All right. It's, it's that just as his face on, like, that's the logo. Yes. Okay. I have something to say on that one. Be careful about what you believe in, because sometimes what you believe in is also based on what people say, and sometimes people sometimes people can very much lie about what they're doing. I've been in crypto for about three years. I've seen a lot of a lot of good projects with good coins start completely flop and go straight down with no recovery. I've seen crypto that started, went up and up and up, and I've seen crypto that has stagnated, remained stable and continued on maybe not increasing in value that much but has a stable value like cons they are consistent so it's a matter of looking at not so much what you believe in but utility if you look at it sorry i was gonna say it reminds me of the uh I've seen nations rise and fall. My <laughs> <laughs> I've seen cryptos rise and fall. Right. I'm I've been to crypto now, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> crypto. <laughs> crypto now. He's got PTSD. It's, it's, right. PTSD. <laughs> I, the, I've watched coins be, be chilled and pumped and dumped. Uh, it's just a matter of which coins has have utility, which coins will be used. And if they have and used... sometimes it might not even be like that, Mayor, honestly. Like, I mean, there's a yeah. lot of coins out there that have a lot more utility, but then you, all you hear about is the Doge coins and the Shiba coins of the world, you know what I mean? <laughs> that, like, right. that basically... That, that, like, those are not used. Those are yeah, hyped. Those, those those are how, how do you know? And dumped, you know what I mean, so, I mean how, do you, how do you know? Right, so... You don't, you're lucky, honestly. No, I mean, but, like, if, if yeah. you're saying, which ones have utility, can, which one can I use to buy a house? I mean, which one can I use to buy a car? Which one can I use to buy eggs? Which one can I use to buy things? Because like if it's 10, like, okay, it has to be about the utility, <laughs> yeah. not necessarily the utility in the future, which is always a crapshoot, but rather, is there a website where it's like, we accept, much in the way of, okay, credit cards. Who here actually takes certain credit cards, right? I take every major credit card for my business, but how many people, how many people don't take American Express? Like, a thousand companies don't take Amex because the cost of the credit card processing fee is way too high. I've looked into it. So, <laughs> at what point can you go to a website and go, hey there, I want to buy that shiny doodad that you have on that website. Which, you know, which one do you take? And is there something that says, this is like the visa of Bitcoin, where yeah. we you always take it, and it's understood like the cash of Bitcoin, where everybody takes it, and the other one is the Amex of Bitcoin, where you go, only if you're lucky and if I'm willing to pay the fee, ha ha ha. Well, I feel, I mean, I don't, you guys probably know better than I do, but I've definitely seen like the Ethereum we were talking about earlier. I've seen people be like, hey, I just got some dinner and it cost me like 0 0.18 Ethereum or whatever, like, you know, the, whatever. The How do you know? Is, I have no idea. The, there are websites, yeah. uh, if you notice on my Twitch page, there is actually a service that I use uh, called Now Payments that basically uh, for Nano that like if you want to send me money, they can, you know, do so, but you can also implement that you know, that um, widget, if you will, on your own website. So technically people can pay you in Nano and they can exchange for goods and services. Like exactly like what you're saying, Artie. There, there are ways to do that. There, there, are, there are services out there that can do that for you currently. And then I mean, I'm yeah, sure it'll only grow in the, coming, in the coming future. It only, there'll be more and more services 
that people and Mary, can you were talking, uh, Mary mentioned the utility of a Bitcoin, of a particular cryptocurrency, not Bitcoin. I can't keep using, I can't keep calling it like Kleenex for tissue. Okay, it's something different. But um, it's... He wants a Nintendo for Christmas. <laughs> Mom, it's not Nintendo. God damn it, it's an Xbox. Leave me alone, Aussie. Um, I'm old, dang it. All right. And I'm, uh, I'm not afraid to admit it. But I feel like since Mare was talking about, to think about the utility of it, um, to me or to anybody who's brand new to this or to anybody who is brand new to this, much in the same way who's somebody who lived in the jungle and only traded, you know, essentials for other essentials. And then you bring them over here and it's like, oh, by the way, this is this kind of credit card and this kind of credit card and you can use cash and you can use this. This is what it sounds like to me. I feel like I just walked out of the Amazon and I'm kind of going uh, you're telling me to you get the ones that I can utilize, but I don't even know what the hell they would be. Well, Mira was more talking, I'm gonna let Mira answer this too, but uh, Mira was talking more about the utility of what they provide to that particular, uh, um, I guess, coin, I guess, Mira? Like, you know, like, like what, like, for example, like Polkadot, what kind of utility it provides to the Ethereum blockchain? You know what I mean? Not necessarily utility as in like you use this coin to directly buy a house. It's more about the utility that can provide for that particular uh like what that token can do for that particular uh coin i guess if you if you will and that's like i said that, that also goes into a little bit more detail but i think mary can give a general overview of of that right right so from what i've seen um bitcoin and ethereum are good for stores of value long term yeah. holding bitcoin and ethereum have proven if you have a certain amount of bitcoin in, for example, at year zero, year one, usually your crypto is much more than where it was before. Yeah, especially about even Bitcoin last year, you know what I mean? It's yeah. risen exponentially over the last year or so. Mm -hmm. But Dot, as you said, has a lot of utility because there's a project behind it. Polkadot is making a whole ecosystem, mimicking banks and uh, marketplaces and art galleries or anything else that you can imagine, real world systems that we all know, making it decentralized and using crypto in the background. And Polkadot, first and foremost, could be used as a governance token. Now, in a decentralized system where everyone is there, voting is important, even, even in any political system as well, countries and stuff. Voting is important. And you can use your crypto to help vote on where you, what decisions you want with the network, what you want developed on Polkadot's ecosystem. If you want a certain, if you want a certain platform that says, you know what, we're gonna start trading art, support that project, and the, that will be made. You can use your dot to support that project. If you want a marketplace where you can buy and sell either in-game items or even food, you can buy pizza with crypto. You know, that's a thing. Yeah, I mean, a lot, of, a lot of websites, a lot of businesses are accepting crypto, through, like I said, through these services yeah. that I mentioned before. Like I said, it's only going to yeah. grow in the in the future. Um, but like I said, I was like, that... sorry, go ahead, me. Yeah, and you could use um, certain like certain coins, like DOT is being used, um, Bitcoin Cash is one that's used for payments. I've seen. All right, so I don't want to dox myself, but let's just yeah. say. I... Let's just say I'm in the Caribbean. I've seen in Venezuela that KFC, Burger King, and well, McDonald's, McDonald's, KFC, Burger King, McDonald's started taking a 
a cryptocurrency called Dash, an extremely fast, fast uh, cryptocurrency. Um, they started taking Dash to as um, payments to buy food from a fast food restaurant. Very low transaction fees and almost instantly pr- processing your transactions. So it's being integrated. Crypto is being used. Yeah, it's I was like about slowly, slowly, already, slowly. I was about to wrap it up, stages. but now I'm now I'm lost even further because I, I I was just about to be like, okay, that's great. All right, let's look at the links and let's let's wrap it up. Thanks for watching party, but but no, now you've opened up a whole another box out of me. So I'm gonna try to finish this, but okay, bear, back up. McDonald's, Burger King, yeah. and KFC are accepting cryptocurrency, and for a nominal transaction fee, you can pay them with Dash. Whereas opposed to paying with cash where they don't have a transaction fee, I'm sorry, show me, show me the light here. Why? Why would a person pay with something that charges them extra? It's kind of like, it's kind of like why I don't like paying for delivery through Uber. Why would I pay an additional $13 in fees when I can just go pick it up myself? You know, I'm Venezuela, right? Um, Go visit Venezuela and we have crypto coin you could just pay for it instead not worry about transferring money you don't have to do well, i mean anything. like for food though aussie it's like why, why? so but here's the thing i don't know mary, mary i know you got that hold that thought mary i just want to point out um <clears throat> what's one of the projects i believe in nano now does it have a fee a lot of these other coins do have fees and that's also why i don't particularly like them because they have all these fees now doesn't have any fees whatsoever and, and it's just as instant as dash if not faster you know what i mean so now it's also instant. Yeah, Nano, Nano is quick, it's, it's fee-less, and that's why I hope that one day Nano will also be a future currency that people use because I can send that, like I said, you can you can um, go into a McDonald's, you know, pay for a, a, you know, a Big Mac for $5 and use that Nano and boom, you know what I mean? Like, it'll there's no fees associated with it. So let's back up and take Az's point here and say, okay, and, and Mayor can answer this question for me here because he brought up this Dash thing. I walk into a McDonald's in Venezuela and it costs a dollar for a burger. And I go, okay, here's a cash of $1. Here's a $1 bill. And then I don't have any other fees aside from taxes, which I assume everybody has. Um, so here's a dollar. I receive a burger. Why, instead of doing that, would I use Dash, which charges me a dollar plus a fee plus taxes? Right. So regards to the transaction fee, the only, the only two networks for sure that will have a problem with that is Bitcoin, which is which is because they charge, let's just say, 0. 0.0005 of a Bitcoin for a transaction. That's a quite a bit because Bitcoin is sixty thousand dollars. Ethereum is four thousand dollars. Same yeah. same as you. Dash is like a few hundreds, so which means the transaction fee is like two cents. It's not much to send. And also, the reason why I mentioned Venezuela. It's because the Venezuelan currency is not that highly valued. So institutions and fast food restaurants would rather take cryptocurrency used by by people rather than the actual Venezuelan currency. It's not not that they're doing it everywhere. It's just a matter of in those countries that are kind of poor and they can't really do foreign exchange all that much. Crypto is an alternative. And also to make a quick point, to make a quick point here as well. And also you got those two questions. Don't worry, we're going to answer those yeah. two. But like uh, the, for example, let's just say, you know, you hold, you held Bitcoin already. Let's say you held Bitcoin from like three years ago. 
know what I mean? And now that Bitcoin is $60,000, you could theoretically, yes, go pay a dollar, or you can use a little bit of that Bitcoin that you've had that's exponentially risen, you know what I mean? Uh, and, and pay for it that way. Um, it, it's just a matter of, like, and like what Mayor was saying, it's just a matter of like, some, like crypto will always be tied to different currencies and stuff like that. And some currencies, like, you know, like the Venezuelan dollar, just isn't really worth much. It's much better to to accept a different currency. And like I said, one day I hope that we have a, a, a currency like Nano, like I mean, not like Nano, we, we can use Nano in a lot of different places because those kind of currencies, I feel like are the future. Like what Mary and I said earlier, you know, Bitcoin, Ethereum, those are just stores of value. Whereas like actual coins like, like Nano are meant to be used as currency. Um, and so, I mean, that, that's just my hope that in the future, it will be something like that. But Aussie, what are the two questions you have, buddy? Oh, so um, basically, you know, Mary mentioned um, there's more kind of real world applications being created by certain types of coin, right? Like there's art galleries or what have you that you can go to. So, or, you know, Burger King, McDonald's, what have you, accepting crypto coin at this point. So I guess in the future, do you see this becoming a much more widespread thing? And, you know, Artie, you mentioned hating pain for uber doordash or what that sorry doordash or whatever the other food delivery things are pick one i don't like any of them yeah. <laughs> i agree i've, I've always been like, here. i've always been like i hate anything where i have to pay like ridiculous fees to get my food cold half an hour fucking late mm-hmm. it's the worst but at the same time i am a lazy lazy bitch <laughs> I, I hate it but there are nights where i'm like you know what fuck it i don't want i don't want to do anything I, I don't care. And I, I'm just going to elaborate on that further. I couldn't tell you the last time I carried cash. Like, I never, same, ever same. carried cash on me. This is my passport. It has been sat on my desk next to me with the renewal forms filled out for about three months because I have to renew it. But I have to send a money order with it. I have and a the <laughs> inconvenience of going and getting a money order is so much of a pain in the ass to me that I've put it Do off for check. several months. Do a check. I, know. I know they accept, yeah, accept checks, but I agree with I, you. Anything that requires me to like actually physically have cash is such a pain in the ass. And if I could just have like a general currency for like traveling and stuff, not have to worry about traveling fees or like going to another country and my credit card hitting yeah, exactly. like some random bullshit. If I could just bypass all that, that sounds great. I just want to add on to that because that makes a great point. This is kind of tie on to Artie's question. That's why Artie, if you go to a different country, like for example, if I go to like, you know, another like Japan, for example, I got to switch my USD to, you know, Japanese yen. And that's going to mean there's going to be a fee on top of that. Plus whatever conversion rates kind of going on right now. You know what I mean? Like you got all those, right? But imagine if I can go to, you know, Japan and just pay nano, which is the same, you know what I mean? It's the same anywhere. So if something costs, like, you know, five nano here, it could cost five nano over there. You know what I mean? And it's just the same currency i don't have to do any conversion fees or anything like that and i could and it, and it just comes with me on my phone for example you know i mean like i'll have my wallet on my phone it's like like, wallet say, yeah it's like a digital wallet yeah and then i can just send you know just people and just like in the future my hope is that you can go into a shop and just do like a like a google apple pay method where you just go like this you know on your phone and uh it'll just take the nano out of your wallet
that's it. You pay for it and everyone's happy and you know, there's no fees associated with everything. You know, it costs five nano there, it costs five nano over here. And boom, everyone's happy. And that's I think what will make crypto so unique and widely accepted is you know, use cases like that. So yeah, yeah. I use it for Steam cards. I use it for like gift Steam gift cards, Amazon gift oh, cards. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, there are there are services yeah. that'll do that yeah. for you. That's kind of cool. legal. League of Legends, Riot Points, Apex Coins, Fortnite, V-Bucks, anything. Is that, is that your Coda Shop? Coda Shop, I think it's called, right? Uh, I, the... I don't use that one. I use Coins. Oh, okay. Got, got okay, so you, uh, bear, bear with me. All those gacha purposes, Mayor. <laughs> I mean, Steam gift cards, You let's say you do want to get Steam gift cards, and I'm going to go back to a previous point, because I don't, I don't think I understood if it was answered. Um, you want to get a Steam gift card, but there's what? hundreds of types of cryptocurrency out there for you to buy something like that <laughs> at least meme coins yeah. and normal thousands, coins thousands and thousands thousands of crypto hundreds. coins so how do you know which ones actually carry their weight who i mean if i go if i go to buy a steam gift card and i go oh man i have like five dollars in dogecoin or whatever and they go dogecoin what are you some kind of neanderthal we only accept <laughs> blah 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 how the hell am i supposed to know <laughs> <laughs> right so so that's why the coins that have been around for a while tend to have some weight because they have proven to hold up yeah like some value they haven't fallen away over the years so that's mm -hmm. why bitcoin is, is king right now because it's it has one of the first ones too yeah it hasn't depreciated from its initial like value and it's always proven to to be like a stable form of value transfer so that's what people mostly Bitcoin. If you if it's one place, you know for sure. One currency, you know for sure that's been taken by most places. Bitcoin, Ethereum, yeah. Ethereum is like second. Honestly, like, for what it's worth, you you guys were mentioning uh, like PayPal, for example. I just pulled up my PayPal, logged into it, and there's literally just a crypto button in the top corner I clicked on, and it says yeah. like it, it lists the ones that they accept. There's like Bitcoin, Ethereum, Bitcoin Cash, and Litecoin. I don't know if there's more in addition to that, but so if we yeah, could, but those are like the top ones. If we yeah. were to sum up this entire episode into a single sound clip snippet, and I'm going to make a guess here, and Marin and Azure are probably going to look at me and go, "Were you not listening to me at all?" And I promise I was, <laughs> but my brain does not process. Um, give it a minute. I have very little RAM in my brain, and I I think that. If we could sum it up, is it basically whenever it comes to investing into into crypto, um, for spending purposes, go with well-established. For investing purposes, go with not well-established. Am I right, wrong? Mm, there's a balance. There's a balance. Yeah, a ba balance. yeah, I would say don't just invest in like, you know, these brand new coins that just came out last week. I mean, yes, yes, you can do that for fun. I would, I would consider that fun money. You know what I mean, like if you have an extra hundred dollars, you know what I mean? You're like, ah, whatever. I'll just... That's like, you know, straight up gambling. Uh, yeah, you can do it in yeah, one of these coins. That's what I was yeah. going to say. I feel like it's gambling. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really, it really is just gambling. I mean, I, I mean, if you really think about it, guys, right? Investing is just, you know, yeah. gambling. gambling. It's just a research. It's just inf what I call informed gambling. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's that's yeah. what it comes down to. Um, so, I mean, but yeah, but if, you, if you're like, you know what? I want to make a safe bet here. I have a couple hundred dollars. I want to make a safe bet. I would definitely do it into the ones that have actually stood the test of time, like Bitcoin, Ethereum, you know, stuff like that. that I've actually been here for, for a while and have been proven to be around for a while longer. Um, so, and like I said, there are other coins out there, like, you know, like, like Nano, which is also has a great foundation and stuff like that behind it. 
um, and like a lot of other ones like Dot and um, you know like Monero. I mean, there, there are, there's a bunch of other coins out there that have uh, proven to be you know standing us the test of time. Like if you guys really want to know more, you guys are always more than welcome to DM me or Mayor and stuff like that. And you know, and that's yeah. something that we can't really say over the podcast. You know what I mean? Not me already. <laughs> well maybe one day it'll be it'll be you and rd2 right. you know what i mean once you guys get your uh, feet wet um in, in my opinion this will this will there will be no real choice eventually it'll take over like with normal 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 financial systems will have a complete change to blockchain based or decentralized ledgers in some way if, if not if not bitcoin some other like system which is built on cryptocurrencies interesting so it's not a matter yeah. of think if... about it man la yeah. man staples center crypto.com arena like people <laughs> people are gonna be forced into crypto like not really forced i don't want to use that word but people are gonna are gonna be knowing about crypto if they never heard it before like like yeah. i'm sure like even my parents who who have been to staples center plenty of times you know they're they're old as you know <laughs> they're they're boomers you know what i mean and, and if i ask them about crypto they're not gonna know what that is but when they hear the news that Staples Center is going to be, you know, renamed to Crypto.com, they're going to be like, "What? What's crypto? Yeah. Like, what's this Crypto.com? You, you know, get what I mean? dragged and into it one way or the exactly, other." Exactly, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. It's still so the early stages. One last question I have: uh, How the hell does crypto work with taxes? Ooh, Ooh good question. That's Ooh. A, is that a that's very a, gray area? I mean, no, here's, the, here's the thing: It depends on the country. Some yeah, it depends on the country you're in. U.S. is terrible with regulating taxes for crypto. Um, U.S. really what I've seen U.S. legislation try to regulate Bitcoin so much as a security-based stuff where they could apply certain taxes, yeah. when itself was never made as a security. It was made as a, as a commodity. It was never made to make money. It was meant to be a system. So there's a lot of like debate going on as gotcha. to as how to do taxes because it because it's outside of the system they're trying to figure out how to right treat and that's what i was thinking i'm like with it being decentralized like i don't i don't know how exactly they would go yeah, about that I don't that's know. that's the thing about decentralized that's the thing about decentralized systems it's not under control it's the and no government could could crack down and control it singly and there are certain countries like el salvador which accepted bitcoin as legal tender you could pay your taxes in Bitcoin. Huh. <laughs> so they have, they have systems in place where you could, in fact, just, you know what, pay your tax. Instead of the El Salvador dollar, pay your taxes in Bitcoin. That's, you have an option for that. Set up your wallet. We accept actual cryptocurrency as payment. Pretty cool. So, yeah, it is really cool to see how it's developing now. Hmm. And later on after this, like, I'll see already. I'll help you guys set up your wallets, and I'll send you guys some Nano, just so you guys can see how easy it is and how quick it is and all that good stuff. And you get your first taste of like a crypto coin, I guess. I swear to God, as I am actually going to like, okay, you're over there on this screen right now. I'm gonna put a big old asterisk as a graphic going not sponsored by Nano. We promise. I'm just gonna leave that as a scrolling thing every time you start talking. Like. Is he sponsored by Nano? Is he doing that? I'm, I'm willing to bet Nano's over there going, Mwahaha, he used the, he used the keywords. Yeah. He uh, <laughs> gets us hooked on gambling. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> as exactly. As am I allowed to say it? As yeah, what's Mr. Ambassador over here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, am, I am the official Nano Ambassador. So, and like, Witcher 3. Nano ambassador. 
I, I bet <laughs> you he has sponsorship deals with like Witcher Three and with. It, and I just want to point out, yeah, if CD Projekt is read is reading this, you know, or watching this, once again, if they need another Geralt of Rivia, if for whatever reason Henry Cavill can't do a scene, I'll be more than happy to do a this scene man. for them. This man. <laughs> Basically, I'm willing to sell myself to the highest bidder. <laughs> you <laughs> heard it here first, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my goodness, Az is going to sell his sword for money. <laughs> he takes like Nano. Nano the official cryptocurrency of Witcher 4. Let's this man. Yeah, exactly. There you go. See, there you go. Christ. Man, look at the marketing oh over here, God. man. I'm gonna put you. a big old spot, like not sponsored by Nano, <laughs> like big flashing lights at the end of this episode. Just like we promise. I'm gonna have to figure out all my graphic nature. Not financial advice. What? Right? Yeah, not, not financial, financial advice. <laughs> Well, like I said, the reason why, like I said, I picked now because of all the reasons I listed before, there's a reason why. And like I said, just I'll, I'll send you guys, because if you're not first, send you guys Bitcoin. I hate having to, like, all those fees get taken out of it. You know what I mean? And whereas, like I said, now there's no fees. So it'd be an easier uh, introduction, I guess, to, to crypto in, in general. I wish I could draw because I would be drawing some very, very interesting photos of you and the logo for the, whatever the logo is for Nano. And I wish I could do that. I got, uh, I got to commission this thing. Or something. Got a new currency symbol. We won't go into that right now, but they actually they get a new currency symbol for it. I, I'm uh, going to, you're going to be a topic on rule 34 here pretty quick. <laughs> as NFT win, as NFT win. Yeah, I'll do an NFT. <laughs> Show as Renix NFT sell for 65 million, please. And, and I'll say this to the viewers too, actually, you know, I'm going to be a little generous, you know, it's, it's the holiday season. For all the viewers in here that comment their nano address, I will also send bits of nano to them for uh, to them as well for free. Mm. This goes out to the nano community as well. So if you, if you put your, if you put Hashtag your address nano. in there, I will send out... So some lucky, some lucky people in here will win some bits of nano from me as a, as a gift. So wow. There you go. Wow. He's up in the game yeah. here. Hashtag. And you know what? And somebody find me Twitter's the nano link to Twitter <laughs> and, and, and let them. And I'll put that down in the description, too. And, and you have to tag them so they can go, who the hell is this Azrenix person? And who we know, <laughs> we might get him a sponsorship deal and then we can take a cut. So I mean, let's, uh, let's see what we can do here. Um, but I think we've learned a lot, haven't we, Aussie? I think so. Yeah. I mean, there's. I know a hell of a lot more than I started. Let's Same here. <laughs> I've learned things. I still have a lot of questions, but uh, that's for another day, I think. We'll, we'll let this process, you know. Yeah. I mean, this has been yeah, a pretty hefty-sized episode anyway, so I'm pretty sure everybody else's <laughs> heads are spinning as much as mine is. Um, but we have had a lot of fun, and we have learned a lot of things. So I mm. would very much... And in, the, in the topic of sponsorship, and I always try to get this little bit out, um, partybuffpodcast at gmail.com is the official party buff email address please feel free to reach out if you are looking for um some type of sponsorship issues or any type of shout outs or this kind of thing please reach out to me and we are all on twitch as far as i can recall <laughs> you know we're still there um me a little bit less so schedule's been busy but we are uh we are still there so if you're trying to reach out to us and ask questions please don't ask ossie and i we don't know <laughs> ask mayor ask as um don't come to us come to us for entertainment not for knowledge we're not that smart not in this no no um, they're putting themselves down but also i just want to point out that if you do uh you can i'm also taking sponsorship for Ezrenix for gerald at rivia.com <laughs> so if anybody wants to uh put that out there as well you know <laughs> just milking it over there man get that cow and <laughs> just keep of squeezing course. of course Tell i got you. it i got you <laughs> so we're going to give a big old thank you to Mare. Thank you for being thank here you, with Mayor. us and sharing your knowledge. It's been a pleasure to be here. 
your absolute delight. Thanks again to Azrenix. Thank you to Aussie. And I'll just say a big thank you to myself too, because why yeah, the heck not? You, because they always, they always kind of go, you forgot to mention you. I was like, I'm not important. I just put together the no, thing. Right? Artie does all of the like editing, all of yeah, the setup yeah. of this. Like she does all the hard part. As and I just show up and we're like, hey, Hey, let's these talk. topics. Yeah, let's we're talk about things. Like, Half hey. the time, already comes up with a question. She does like ninety-eight percent of the work in this shindig. <laughs> I, I let their beautiful uh, faces carry my uh, my <laughs> behind-the-scenes folder off Italy. I'm I'm the behind-the-scenes person, but we definitely have learned a lot today. I hope that the rest of you have too, because. There are a thousand questions about this, and as is right, it is coming. The storm is upon us. Look at the horizon, and the clouds are there. We should prepare for the inevitable storm, because as many of us who are in the streaming community, as is the baby of the group here, um, I think Mare <laughs> might be roughly the Ma same Mare's age as me. Than me. Mare's younger than me, I know that, so I'm not no, going really? to this one. I, I don't stream often. Uh, <laughs> Well, I mean, it, it, well, if we have the the group here, we at least Aussie and I are old old buggers, so we <laughs> I feel are. Uh, we don't understand crypto. Exactly, <laughs> we need these youngins to show us the way here. So the storm is a coming. The links will be in the description as as gives them to me, and we'll make sure that any questions you have, please post them down in the comments. Feel free to link this video to other people and see if they walk away just as confused as before, or if they've also learned something. And post some post some questions, come out our, on the channels, ask. I'm sure that we'll be happy to, you know, at least as we'll be happy to go, Nano, 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 <laughs> Nano. You know, just, I think that's what's uh, gonna happen on the As channel from here on out. But we're so happy you got to join us either way and come into not a stream about streaming or gaming, but about something very important for anybody who's on the internet right now and everything that we should know about it. So let's see if we can keep learning and growing and moving forward and continuing to boost our fellow streamers and gamers, just like we do here at Party Buff. Thanks for joining us, and we're going to see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>